Well, everyone, good morning and Happy New Year. <laughs> I hope you are all having a blessed Christmas season and your new year is filled with grace and joy. And thank you for coming here today. You know, this year it was, this uh, solemnity is not the holy day of obligation. You didn't have to come, but you did. So thank you and God bless you for that. You know, I, I don't want this remaining time of Christmas to slip away from us this year, like perhaps it's done in the past. You know, this is a time to be filled with wonder and awe. Just to think about, to contemplate and pray with that, that one time Jesus was a little baby, that God chose to have a fully human mother. That's how he chose to become fully human. You know, God knew every single one of us before he even created the world. We all existed in his divine mind before he created us in time. So God the Father knew from the beginning of time who would be the mother of his son and the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And that person would be the Blessed Virgin Mary. And today we honor her on this great solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, <clears throat> or Theotokos, which is the Greek word, which in Greek means God-bearer. You know, this is the oldest feast in honor of Mary in the Western Church, but this certainly was not and is still not an easy truth for many to accept and believe. I love diving into this topic with my RCIA students every year because usually Mary's a tough one for new Catholics to understand. You know, in the ancient world, when Christians said that Mary was the Theotokos, mother of God, many people, not just pagans, but some Christians as well would say, you know, you're out of your mind. And we can take that for granted today as Catholics. When people ask who Mary is, you know, we instinctively say, well, you know, she's the mother of God. Ancient people said that we can't call Mary the mother of God because God exists beyond all eternity. God is beyond words. He is eternal. He's ineffable. Whatever, you know, whatever our personal idea of God is, it's probably wrong. You know, it's why? Well, because no matter how perfect your image of God is, it's still a human idea. And God is always greater than that. Always. His identity is so far beyond anything we could possibly imagine. And this is why some people in, in ancient times said that Mary could not possibly be the mother of God. So instead, some Christians said she was the mother of the human nature of Jesus. Well, here's the problem with that, my friends. A woman doesn't give birth to a human nature. She gives birth to a person. And here's why it matters. Today's feast is about who that person is. 
It's about who is on the cross. A lot of people could not believe that God could be united to human nature and be one person. All kinds of people said that it could not possibly be God on the cross. It's just an illusion. The real Godhead could not be there because God can't suffer. He's too far beyond. He's, he's too perfect. So brothers and sisters, something very important to realize is that this is not simply a feast day in exaltation of Mary. As Catholics, you know, we can be misunderstood by other Christian denominations of, of overly exalting Mary, of even, of even worshiping her, which of course is not true. So this is key, my friends. Whenever the church declares something important about Mary, it is always for the purpose of helping us to better understand Jesus. And today's feast is no different. This Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, is entirely about the identity of Jesus Christ. So let me give some more historical background to help understand this. You know, I love this stuff. I love diving into the history of our church and theology. Um, you know, the early church in the first 500 years they had to battle many heresies against the truth of our Christian faith. And one of them was a heresy called Nestorianism. And it was named after a bishop of Constantinople and his name was Nestorius. You know, a dogmatic truth of our Catholic Christian faith is that Jesus is fully divine and fully human. He is God and man. He has two natures, a divine nature and human nature. And these two natures came together in the incarnation as one person, one divine person, Jesus Christ. And these two natures cannot be separated in the person of Jesus Christ. And this is what we call the hypostatic union. Well, Nestorius, he rejected the hypostatic union and emphasized a radical distinction between the human and divine nature of Jesus. And the way he tried to get people to believe in this heresy is through Mary. He denied Mary the title of Theotokos and claimed that she only bore Christ's human nature in her womb. While Orthodox theologians recognized that this false teaching of Nestorius would fracture Christ into two separate persons, one human and one divine, joined in some sort of loose unity, which only one of whom was in the womb of Mary. So the church reacted in the year 431 with the Council of Ephesus, defining that Mary can be properly referred to as the mother of God not in the sense that she is older than God or the source of God, but in the sense that the person she carried in her womb, in fact, God incarnate in the flesh. So there she gave birth to God, the divine person, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, 
on Christmas night. Brothers and sisters, here's why, here's why it matters. Here's why it's so important. If Jesus Christ is not both God and man, you cannot be saved. Because the way Jesus saves us, what salvation is, is humanity united to divinity. If he's only a man, if he's not really God, then he cannot unite us to God any more than I can. Lots of people think that Jesus was just another person who taught nice things. But the church fathers teach us that if that's who Jesus was, if he was just a man, then you are still in your sins and there is no redemption. But on the other hand, if Jesus is only God and he didn't become a human being, then he also didn't redeem you. Because then he would not have taken what is you and what is yours and didn't really put it on the cross. He wouldn't have really suffered in a human body for our sake. So brothers and sisters, rejoice. What the church gives us today in this solemnity is that Mary did not give birth to a human nature. It was not a human nature that suffered for us on the cross. It was a person who was born in Bethlehem. It is a person who died for your sins. And that person is God. And if that were not true, you and I could never be redeemed. So my friends, again, I thank you for coming to this Mass. Today's feast day is an invitation into an incredible mystery. It should invite us to reflect more deeply into the beautiful truth of who Jesus Christ really is. He is the person that Mary gave birth to who is truly God. The person who suffered on the cross truly is God. And because of that, it is possible for you and I to go to heaven. And the safeguard of all of, all of that is that Mary truly is that beautiful title, Theotokos, Mother of God. Amen.